Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. sure you know what a charitable donation is. It's when you pack up some things you don't need anymore and ship it off to the thrift store, right? Well, do you know what real charity is? Hey, I'm Marge steinhag Fenlon. Welcome to Simply Holy, the podcast for people who want to live a joyful life in Christ. Let's talk about charity today. Real charity. So particularly, if you're listening to this during Lent, you know, there's a lot of talk about almsgiving, which is a form of charity to give alms, to help to feed the poor, clothe the poor, to give to organizations that, that offer humanitarian aid and so on and so forth. Almsgiving, that's, that's one of the three pillars of Lent, penance, fasting, and almsgiving, or prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. There's different versions. Charity. Charity is not like giving from your abundance. Okay, in in fact, charity, real charity, doesn't even have much to do with material things at all. Money or goods, food, not much at all. It, it doesn't even have a whole lot to do with funding, say, a, a nonprofit that does good for the world. Although these are acts of charity, and they're really important. So don't, don't stop giving to the poor. Don't stop providing for the needy. But, but real charity, real charity, my friend, is a virtue. As a matter of fact, Charity is considered a theological virtue. So in other words, a theological virtue, it's, it's a virtue, it's a, a, a giving, a type of being to which we try to attain for the sake of pleasing God. So, so when you, we look at the catechism, it says that charity is the 
theological virtue by which we love God above all things for his own sake and our neighbors as ourselves for love of God. So at the very base of charity is love of God. Charity is loving God for himself because he's God, because he's the Almighty, because we honor and respect him. We adore him. We worship him. We praise him. We glorify him. That's charity. Loving God above all things for his own sake. Not not loving God if he gives us what we want. Not loving God if he does favors for us. No, for himself. Even if he gave you not a single thing, which is quite impossible, but picture that. If he, if he didn't give you a single thing, never did a thing for you, real charity, charity would be loving God despite, because he's God. You know, it's like, it's like having a newborn laid in your arms, okay? That child evokes, provokes love in your heart. The child hasn't done a thing for you. The child hasn't even said a word. It can't. It can't speak. It hasn't given anything to you. But you love the child because of himself or herself. That's charity. It's a, a, a demonstration, a very human demonstration of charity, of that love for God, to love God for himself and for no other reason. Now, when our Lord walked the earth, he made charity the new commandment. I give you a new commandment, he had said, he, he loved his own to the end, it says in the Gospel of John. His own to the end. And because of his love, he made the Father's love manifest through his very being. So, to the end, he loved his own to the end. What happened in the end? Well, he was crucified. He suffered terribly, and he was crucified for us. That, that talk about charity. Talk about an extreme, like, that's like charity on steroids, all right? Because we're miserable creatures. At that point where we're, in a sense, spiritually speaking, we're, we were enemies in the sense that we were, we were so sinful that he had to come save us and he had to pay for our sins on the cross. That's, that's, that's charity on steroids. Okay? So, so when Jesus tells his disciples, which means he's, he's also telling you, he's telling me, he's telling all of us, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you, abide in my love. Think about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that again, all right? As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. How did he love us? To the end. He died for us. 
And then in another situation, he said, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. He loves us for ourselves. This is so important when we're talking about charity. Our Lord loves us of ourselves, for ourselves. If we did not do a single thing for him, if we never prayed to him, if we never did a good deed, if we never obeyed a single one of his commandments, if we never even acknowledged his existence, he would still love us. That's charity. That's perfect charity. To love the other, to love God above all things for himself and to love others not because we have warm fuzzies toward them, not because they gave us a present or because they're related to us, not even because we're married to that person or in a relationship with that person. No, not because of that, but for God. That is right. For God's sake, we love the other. And we love the God in the other. Because remember that we're all temples of the Holy Spirit. You see how that works? It's quite amazing when you think about it. That's charity. That's real charity. Charity is loving even if that person has never given you a thing, never spent a cent on you. It's loving the other for God's sake. And then, and then only after that to see what you can do for the person. Not like, oh, I'm being, I'm being, I'm giving to you because I, I'm being charitable. No, no, no. But it's giving to the other person in the sense that you are serving the other person. You serve the other person for God's sake. So charity keeps the commandments. In other words, we'll, all of the, the commandments, in, if we have perfect charity, if we have real, real charity, in essence, the, the commandments will be very easy to keep. Why? Because everything we do, think, and say, we will do for, think, and say, for love of God, because we love God. So what Jesus is asking us is, is to love others as he loves us and to give ourselves totally to others in real charity. And of course, first of all, to first and foremost, to love God for himself. St. Paul, St. Paul gives this great passage about charity, about love, in the, his first letter to the Corinthians. It's, it's in chapter 13. And I, I just want to bring up a few sections from that. He, he, said, he wrote, If I have not charity, I am nothing. If I have not charity, I gain nothing. Nothing. 
without real charity. I have nothing. I gain nothing. I am nothing. That's huge. That's a big nothing to look in the face if you don't have real charity. And this is why charity is superior to all the other virtues. It's the first of the three theological virtues. So here's what, in that same letter, in that same letter, St. Paul writes, So faith, hope, charity abide, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. Why? Because charity springs us into action in the sense of following the commandments in in loving and devoting ourselves to God, in believing in God, in hoping in God. Charity is first. Without charity, none of the rest of that happens. So charity animates the other virtues, the practice of all the other virtues. Because you're, you know, if you're driven, you know what it's like when you're truly in love with someone and you cannot wait to spend time with that person. You can't wait to do everything you can for that person. You get all, all giggly and well, maybe the guys don't get giggly, but, but you know, you get the, you get those flutters in the tummy and so on when, when you know you're going to see that person that think of that now, think of, think of having that same kind of sensation in regard to God, you get all fluttery in the tummy at, at just the thought of spending time with him, of pleasing him, following his commandments, of serving others because of him. Charity binds everything together in perfect harmony. That's the way St. Paul put it, in perfect harmony. harmony excuse me. That's in his letter to the Colossians. And that's chapter three. It binds everything together in perfect harmony. That's right. If you have real charity, your life will be completely harmonious. I know that's a big saying. That's huge. That's huge. But it's true. It's true because nothing matters if you don't have charity. So it's charity that that upholds. It's charity that purifies our human ability to love. It it raises it to a supernatural level, to a, a divine level, the perfection of divine love. That's what charity does. Because if you have real charity, you, your love for another person won't be about gain. It won't be about manipulation. It won't be about attachment, really, not, not human attachment. It will be about loving the person in and of themselves for God's sake. That's, that's real charity. It's with and from charity 
that we really have that spiritual freedom as children of God. So we're, we're not a slave anymore of God, but we're children of God. We are children of God. Think about that. St. Saint, Saint Basil said this, If we turn away from evil out of fear of punishment, we are in the position of slaves. If we pursue the enticement of wages, we resemble mercenaries. Finally, if we obey for the sake of the good itself and out of love for him who commands, we are in the position of children. You see, when we operate out of perfect charity, out of real charity, I don't don't want to be using the word perfect in the sense that you feel like if you can't do it all right exactly and you're perfect, then then you're a failure and it's no use trying. No, 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 no. So, so I think that what I would prefer to use rather than perfect charity is real charity versus like at the opening of the show, you know, you take, you feel pretty good about yourself because you took a, a box of canned goods over to the food pantry or, or you, you took a carload of household items over to the, the thrift store. You know, that's, yeah, okay, there's some charity to that, but that's not real charity. Real charity is in your heart. It's how you respond to God. It's how, do you, how you respond to others for their own sake, for their own sake. So there are fruits. They, they call them fruits of charity. In other words, they're the result when we have and exercise real charity. So the fruits of charity are joy, peace, and mercy. Joy, peace, and mercy. Real charity. Real charity lived and demonstrated in our lives brings to us joy, peace, and mercy, but not just ourselves, to others, to those upon whom we are, or with whom, to whom we are exercising that charity. Joy, peace, and mercy. Imagine how beautiful your life would be if you consistently had joy, peace, and mercy in all situations, at all times, every moment. That's what living real charity will do for you. And what's more is when we extend real charity to others, it becomes reciprocal. In other words, if we are moved to charity toward others, real charity toward others, they will be moved to real charity toward us and toward the other people in their lives. You know, it it spreads exponentially. Real charity spreads exponentially and, and can be, if we try hard, can be more of a pandemic than, I'm not even going to go there, but uh, you could imagine. It will spread 
faster than the fastest virus we know about. So I'll leave that alone um, <laughs> because that wasn't the best analogy. But, but I think you get the idea how quickly something can spread. Well, that's how quickly charity can spread, real charity. You know, we give it, we receive it. And then others give it on to others, and then they receive it, but then they give it on to others. And you see how that goes. It's just so beautiful. This is exactly why charity is, is above, it's the first of the theological virtues. Because when you have real charity, that real love of God, well, all of the other virtues just fall right into place. You, you won't be able to help yourself from exercising that, that charity, those virtues. And so here, here finally is from, this is St. Augustine. This is St. Augustine, and he said, Love is itself the fulfillment of all our works. There's the goal. That is why we run. We run toward it, and once we reach it, in it we shall find rest, love, God's charity. That's what it's all about. So go ahead and, and give alms. Go ahead and help out nonprofits who do good things in the world. Go ahead and help out the poor. Go ahead and bring things to the food pantry and the thrift store and all of those things. Go ahead and volunteer at pregnancy help centers and volunteer at your, your food pantry. Go ahead and, and give to the truly needy person on the street. Yes, that's charity, but do it. Do it for love of God. Don't do it to make yourself feel better. Don't do it to get rid of some guilt. Don't do it just because you just feel like getting rid of some old junk. No, no, no. Do it in real charity. Do it for love of God. And then in your prayer life, work on this. Work on loving God for himself. Pray for that grace. He'll give it to you. Just ask. He'll give it to you. That grace to love God in real charity. Every time you start your prayer time, ask, ask God, please, please grant me the grace of real charity. It'll happen. It might grow quickly. It might grow slowly, but it will happen. Well, my friend, great great to spend this time with you. I so appreciate you tuning in. I love to do these podcasts for you. And I ask if you would please like this podcast, subscribe to my channel, share this podcast with others so that they too can begin to live in real charity. And also please check out my website, margefenelin.com. You will find there, my books, my religious articles, you will find out how to book me for a speaking engagement for your event. You'll also see my blog there, my other Simply Holy podcasts, and my Rumble and YouTube videos. It's all there at margefenelin.com. 
you might want to, in fact, I'm sure you're going to want to subscribe and receive 40 Days 40 Verses during Lent, daily Lenten reflections that will start your day off right and make it an amazing Lenten day. And also, you can subscribe there to Merry Mail, which is my weekly newsletter. Actually, it's more like a weekly reflection because it's primarily a reflection to really help you grow in your spirituality throughout the week. So that's margefenelin.com. And until next time, I encourage you, please, please pray for the gift of real charity. I know you can do it. And I'll be praying for you. Please pray for me. God bless you, and may our Mother Mary protect and guide you always.